Hello, Belinda. Hi, Omar. What is this week's plant and theme? It is number 13, the redwood tree representing strength. And as we look at this illustration from the artist, and again, whether you have the 39 card deck or not, you know, we just want to describe um, this redwood tree that's illustrated. It's I love first and foremost that it's number 13 just because uh, my birthday falls on the 13th. So I've just got a bias towards this one anyways. And I love redwoods, but it's this really she sort of draws this in such a sparse way. And you're looking up at this tree. So it's kind of a slightly wider at the base and then kind of narrows to the top. But it's not like this full sort of growth. It's just like very thin branches. I also love how she focuses not on the roots, but what's above. And you really get the sense of this magnificence and the magnitude of this tree. And just the way the word strength is written kind of towards the top, it feels like the redwood is this antenna of the earth in some ways, just amplifying energy, holding space for all of us. And, it, and she captures the balance between the sort of height of the redwoods, but also just the the needles, right? Like those are like some of the defining kind of pieces of it. It is definitely one of my favorite trees, particularly the giant sequoias. And it's been so heartbreaking to see them threatened uh, with the most recent fires here in California. I just love how they're some of the tallest and oldest trees in the world. And as I was just inquiring about the redwood it's we're so lucky omar that we get to be close to them in california Uh, some of them live in oregon and then i was actually surprised to find that there is a redwood in china that's a shorter version of the coastal redwoods and the giant sequoias that we get to experience uh, where we are california is definitely unique because i think we have the oldest trees in the world with the is it the bristlecone pines And then between the redwoods and the giant sequoias, we have both the tallest and the sort of most mass trees in the world. All kind of fascinating that they're here here in California. And I just love the symbolism around the redwood, um, just how they represent wisdom and community and resilience and just how strong their bark is in a way where they can resist fungus and fire and just the way that they can hold so much water. Um, They create their own ecosystem with the water that they hold. It's incredible. And just give us a sense, like, do you know, like, how tall do these go and like what the width of them is? Yeah. Imagine a skyscraper, basically. Uh, They can grow uh, to a height of 367 feet, which is 112 meters. And they have a width of 22 feet or seven meters. And they are actually, their seed is actually the size of a tomato seed. So just imagining the magnitude of this tree and how it grows to be so strong and and tall. It's incredible. (laughs) Anything else that you found in your research? They usually are, you know, living in 4,000 to 7,000 feet altitude, so higher up, and um, they can withstand temperatures of negative 10 to 95 degrees Fahrenheit, which is just incredible when you think about the resilience and the adaptability of these trees and, and how they thrive. Well, maybe it's no wonder that the artist Arlene, who sketched these plants in her 100-day challenge, chose to use the word strength 
when uh, she sketched this plant. Mm. So part of the etymology of the word strength, it has a Germanic origin, and the verb sort of dates back to sort of late Middle English. And it's it was kind of cool because it's the first recorded in the sense of strength as in arrange in a row or fit with a string. And so strength is really about how are we connected, really? It's not about strength of me as an individual, but how am I sort of strong as I am connected with others? And it's then fascinating to look at the redwood trees, which have a very unique root system. So as you said, these trees grow up to like 300 plus feet, but and they're like 22 feet wide, but they're roots actually only go down 6 to 12 feet. So their width is almost twice as wide as their depth. So they're relatively shallow. So then how do they how are they stabilized? Why don't they just fall over with all these winds and and, and crazy conditions? Well, it's because their roots are strung together. So their strength is that their root system is intertwined. And so they're literally holding each other up. And it's that sort of interdependence that allows them to sort of withstand nature. Um, And so I love this idea that they are both tall and wide and interconnected. And that's really where they draw their strength from. Yeah, it's such a beautiful reminder that strength uh, can take many forms and I love how because they operate as a community, they're home to so many other animals and other living beings. I've read something like they can host up to 282 species of plants, fungi, and other animals, and they actually take care of other trees as well as their own. And it is fascinating how they communicate through the fungi that grows in their root systems and they can literally talk to each other about what the community needs and literally send water and sugar to different trees that need it. And it's just such a strong representation of how, um, how much better, how much more resilient we are together when we can communicate and work, work together. You might say there's strength in numbers. Right. I think that's like, I think part of it is sometimes we think strength in numbers is like a whole mass or a critical mass, but it really feels like strength of the sequoia and its root system and the ecosystem that you're describing is really about strength in numbers as it relates to the interdependence. Right. Mm -hmm. So these things are not just a lot of them, but how are they actually interconnected together? And that's what allows them to be so resilient is that they're not by themselves. Um, They're growing in community. And I think that's just like what we love about gratitude, you know, as a social emotion, as this social glue, this thing that binds us like a root system. It's that interconnectedness. um, And that allows us to grow tall, right? Like we can each stand in our full height. We can be our full selves. And be deeply interconnected with each other. So this is not this either or, this is not this sort of like competitive spirit uh, that sometimes defines uh, what we think thriving looks like. I love how we've moved from card number 31, gentleness, to card number 13, strength. And 
And it does feel like strength doesn't have to be this solo, strong, you know, warrior type of energy, but it can also be very gentle, very nurturing, very caring, and feels like this uh, community of redwoods represents both aspects of strength. They literally have been around since the dinosaurs. (laughs) That's so crazy. And Omar, I just love how we're focusing on this theme this particular week, because you and I have been hosting a lot of gratitude circles for different communities and you know, in healthcare, as well as communities that are really holding space for others right now. And um, I've just been really touched by how these cards offer a way to support communication within mm. communities. And I I recently received an email from one of our healthcare leaders, and she was saying, you, you, you won't believe this. Um, there's a ritual that's getting started within one of our hospitals where people are literally picking a card a day and starting an email chain, uh, sharing the card that they received and what it means to them. And I, it just kind of makes me think of this uh, shallow root system of mm-hmm. the Redwoods and how so much communication is going on and how the strength of that root system is really dependent on the communication. So I know we talked about sharing this clip from Ted Lasso later in the episode, but I would love if we can to tee it up now, because if you've watched the show, um, Ted Lasso, it's one of my favorite. It just has this beautiful sort of gentleness and strength to it, a vulnerability and really redefining sort of, it's definitely not your classic sports TV show. And there's this one piece from the assistant coach, Captain Beard, who talks about, the relationship of trees. You know, we used to believe that trees competed with each other for light. Suzanne Samard's fieldwork challenged that perception, and we now realize that the forest is a socialist community. Trees work in harmony to share the sunlight. Can't you just give me a straight answer for once? I think I just did. (laughs) So I love this sort of conversation between these coaches about what does competition really look like? And it really actually being about cooperation. Um, And so when you were talking about the communication and like the fungi and all these other plants, how they're sort of talking to each other. um, I think this piece sort of spoke to me uh, deeply. I love it. (laughs) So let's play with this word and this tree this week. So when you think about whether it's the redwood or the strength And this is, you know, for you, our listeners, as you look at these cards and you look at these plants, what comes up for you, right? And so we're going to go back and forth with five words and and see what emerges. Connection. Harmony. Amplification. Evolution. Listening. Metaverse. Nurturing. Presence. Expansion always Hmm. and so as we play with these words and we really sort of just open ourselves up to possibility I think that's in some ways again why practicing gratitude and practicing with these cards in particular is that our brain sort of oftentimes narrows our field of options and we kind of limit what we think is possible Um, and this gets us into our sort of logic if then brain and really taking a step back and looking up like this is what the card does. It, it really encourages us to look to the top of the tree and really take a more expansive view. 
I can't wait to hear. This was what the card inspired in us, but let's hear what inspired Arlene, the artist, uh, as she sketched the Redwood. Today, I'll tell the story of the strength card featuring the Redwood tree. I remember drawing this tree from a work of art by a friend and artist who took beautiful photographs of the natural world. When I drew this redwood tree, I couldn't help but feel its strength, like its energy came directly from the earth with no plans but to reach the high sky. The perspective in the drawing kind of feels the way it does when you stand near the base of the tree and look up. When I think of experiences I've had being at the foot of a redwood tree with my hands gently on its trunk to help stay balanced so I could look up into the sky, I can almost feel my knees wobble, partly being in awe, partly with vertigo from the sheer immensity of the tree's height and power. In the photo that inspired this drawing, the tree was shown alone, and at the time, I was moved by this description of trees by Hermann Hesse because I felt a solitary but not separate strength that I think is so poetically captured in this passage from his collection of writings. For me, trees have always been the most penetrating creatures. I revere them when they live in tribes and families, in forests and groves, and even more I revere them when they stand alone. They are like lonely persons, not like hermits who have stolen away out of some weakness, but like great solitary men, like Beethoven and Nietzsche. In their highest boughs, the world rustles, their roots rest in infinity, but they do not lose themselves there. They struggle with all the force of their lives for one thing only, to fulfill themselves according to their own laws, to build up their own form, to represent themselves. Nothing is holier, nothing is more exemplary than a beautiful, strong tree. Hmm. Uh, so many pieces. I'm I'm loving the looking up. Earlier in one of our early podcasts, we talked about just the act of looking up at the sky switches your brain chemicals from sort of an egocentric point of view to an allocentric point of view. Allo meaning other. So when we look down at the ground, the brain actually switches to more of an egocentric who am I point of view. And when you look up, just looking and And as somebody once told me, Omar, we're not actually looking up, we're looking out, right? Like that reminder that we're hurtling through space and time. What a beautiful sort of reminder uh, of the power of just looking up. I love the connection to the quote that she read and how there's this reverence, this feeling of reverence that you just feel when someone's talking about the magnificence of a tree and and how what might it what might it feel like to be the tree on its own and then the tree that's in a part of a community. And I know some trees grow alone and other trees grow together and just how much work they do 
in such unseen ways sometimes, you know, like how often do you walk by a tree and not see it really? And they're doing so much in terms of the way that we exchange air with them to keep this planet alive. And I'm just really appreciating this moment to notice all the trees around us. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I also appreciated the quote in terms of she talked about like the Beethovens of the world and the heights that they sort of reach at the crown. But I think it was uh, Dostoevsky that said an abstract mind is cruel, right? And so I think what part of what separates those are those that are still rooted so that their imagination can help us sort of push sort of the sense of what's possible, yet the tree stands rooted. And so when we're not rooted and we become sort of sort of more abstract, then then that is where we feel disconnected. And so that's to me is the beautiful balance is that it's the roots, it's the strength of the strings connected along with us reaching, you know, for the heavens. So what is this week's prompt? I love that this uh prompt is a little bit more of a practice this week. Imagine yourself grounded like a great strong tree. How does it feel? It's interesting that the illustration is of looking up, but the prompt is about feeling grounded. And, you know, I think just immediately I would just, I felt my feet on the ground and just that sort of presence of like, okay, here I am grounded and feeling uh, that deep connection uh, to that which is holding me up. It reminds me of our practice on Monday with our somatic coach and how we were both looking at this card together. And it was so beautiful that you were really focusing on the magnitude and the amplification of those branches. And I was really drawn that day to just being grounded to the earth and you know, it's like as above, so below. So much is mirroring each other from what's underneath the ground and what's above. And it just felt really balanced. Well, you know, I, I, as you know, I've shared before, like we have lived in a spiritual and physical plane for a very long time and have not done a very good job of reconciling it. Right. And, and now we're living in a physical, spiritual, digital plane. And so we're sort of operating at these three different sort of time levels, like some, you know, digital moves really fast, you know, and, and the physical sort of takes its time and this sort of spiritual, depending, you know, where you're coming at it, maybe moves even really slow. Um, and so part of, I think these practices are helping us to become more in alignment and more present so that we're not sort of so distracted by everything that is happening Uh, all at once. That said, like, as you know, I've gotten deep into the metaverse and sort of web 3.0 and really what is this world that we're continuing to evolve and build uh, and how do we stay grounded um, in this sort of new frontier? I'm looking forward to hearing some of the clips from our gratitude circles around this prompt. And as we are listening to these clips, and these were really taken over the last year from some of the gratitude circles that we've held, um, 
and just really creating space for people to reflect with what we like to call synchronicity or that beautiful coincidence, not knowing what the card is going to be when we pull it and just be present um, to that. And so as we listen to these clips, we're going to also practice resonance, which is just how can we listen and mirror what is resonating or what is true for us. And this is something that you can do at home or at work where you don't need to add anything to what somebody says. Just the simple act of mirroring or reflecting back shows that you're listening. Um, And people really are moved when they know that they're being heard and they know that they're being seen. These three cards are kind of just going together for me in a way that's amazing. Um, I've, I live near the Redwoods in California, right? So, and I didn't always live here. I lived on the East Coast and I worked in the Redwoods. I taught outdoor education and uh, there's just, I go to the Redwoods, like I'll be like, I gotta get near the trees. Like I gotta get in the forest. I gotta feel the ground and smell it and like touch the trees like I'm kind of a tree hugger but also I can like just put my hand on the trees and I went recently to a place Sam McDonald Park and there's this grove well I mean they're all amazing but then you just get to this place where these trees are so amazing right and they're so old and they're just so strong and straight and you can just feel the I feel um, like it's like prayer there. I feel like I'll sing there, you know, like I was like, all of these cards for me, like, yeah, my heart is singing there. I go there to feel this strength, to feel this freedom, this prayer, this blessing connection. It's like, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, And when I did picture where I was, when you were taking us somewhere and going through a door, I'm I'm always at the coast and I'm always near the redwoods and I kept going. I'd be up on the coast looking out at the ocean and I'd be like, oh, but my, I'm gonna go down into the grove with the redwoods and it just kind of the whole thing went went together and feeling that strength there. So I'll be going to the redwoods soon, tomorrow. (laughs) Or maybe today, I might have to get in the car. Well, there's actually one right outside my door across the street. <laughs> Hand on tree. Ah. Feels like a prayer. The smell. I might need to go there today. <laughs> Outdoor education. There's almost like this, um, feeling like this timelessness to the word strength, especially in relation to a redwood tree. And I know the word is strength, but there's also like, like a redwood is resilient uh, to the elements, uh, to the wind, right? Even like they can even hold their own against some fires. And that it's like, you know, even tuning into like, you know, knowing that like the tree started from like a little sapling. And that strength has many 
forms, right? It, it appears in many different ways. And that the strength of like the, the mama redwood, right? Was in that, that sapling, right? That, and it took, it took all that, that time, right? For it to, but it was within the sapling the whole time to be, to be that. So there's like that, like, strength of like being being rooted being um, immovable in a way um, being like resilient to the forces around you resilient to the forces around you immovable timelessness Within the sapling. Mama Redwood. Tune in. And this is where we encourage you to share with us your stories. What is coming up from you, whether it's from the podcast, from the cards. We'd love to just hear from you and and share with the community the insights uh, that you're getting. And and if it's in a journal entry, um, in just a moment along a walk. Uh, please let us know and you can email us at hello at gratitudeblooming.com or reach out to our new gratitude hotline and leave a voice message or send a text at 510-866-9648. Again, 510-866-9648. We like to think about it as the plant is present, call in and share uh, what is inspiring to you to the plant. It was so beautiful to hear the journal and circle stories uh, and reflections based on this card, Strength and the Redwood, this week. And I think one of the sort of key takeaways for me was really in that one of the last clips around it was already in the sapling, right? The redwood tree isn't a redwood tree once it's 300 feet or 200 feet or a little sapling, or a seed. And I think that in our competitive world, and you know, for those who may suffer from, uh, or who are recovering overachievers, um, I'll, I'll, I'll put myself out there in that category. Sometimes there's like, oh, when I reach this height, then I will be my full self. And I feel like, that reminder of it was already within the sapling, right? The redwood was its full self as a seed. It was its full self, you know, as a sapling. It was its full self, no matter what height it reached. And for me, I just like, that's what I really want to take away from this card this week. And I'll just share that. I'm really struck by how all the clips and stories today were so deeply embodied just so how many people shared about rootedness and um i feel like that's the gift of the of the trees is just a constant reminder of that yeah i noticed that you know one person said oh i want to touch my heart and then another one said i want to touch a tree right and just <laughs> yeah. that that act of touching and then you think about the trees and their roots all being intertwined they're touching. They're deeply connected, even as they sort of stand tall uh, unto themselves. 
So what is our um, practice uh, for this week, Belinda? So it will be no surprise, given the prompt and the theme, that this practice for this week is to walk like the trees. So no matter where you are in this moment, I want you to bring some awareness to the bottoms of both your feet. As you breathe into your feet, sink them deeper into the ground, like you're stepping on warm sand or soft earth. Let your toes gently spread out as you relax into your feet. And as you breathe, imagine that their roots growing beneath your feet, connecting to the roots of the trees around you. And just walk or anchor in that stillness from this connection to your feet, to your roots, and the roots of the trees around you. Anytime you see a tree this week, Just bring your awareness back to those feet and imagine yourself connecting with the roots of the trees. What a great image. Walk like a tree. I had no idea where you were going to go with that. And and it just, as I texted you earlier this week, um, that image of this sign that said, avoid gurus follow plants and so uh, i feel like your exercise of walk like a tree is to follow plants not gurus to find that inner wisdom to listen thank you so much for this practice belinda we appreciate you who are listening please like follow subscribe give a shout out to us we want to hear from you we appreciate you cheers Cheers. Cheers.